Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. Medicare's financial health is declining. Healthcare costs for families keep rising, and thousands of women with breast cancer may be able to skip chemotherapy. Welcome to This Week in Managed Care. I'm Kelly Davio. Medicare trustees said this week that Medicare Part A, which covers hospital bills, will be insolvent by 2026, three years sooner than the last projection. Their trustees foresee lower payroll taxes from lower wages and less income due to taxation of Social Security benefits under the new tax law. Last year, income into Medicare Part A exceeded spending by $2.8 billion, but deficits are forecast after that until the Hospital Insurance Trust Fund runs out of money in 2026. Republicans called for reforms, but Democrats said that the forecast is proof the tax plan is harming Medicare. Said Democratic Senator Ron Wyden, This report should eliminate any doubt that Trump's tax law yanked Medicare closer to insolvency. Healthcare costs for a family of four on an employer plan will reach $28,000 this year, according to the Millman Medical Index. The annual increase of 4.5% is one of the lowest since the index began in 2001. However, the report notes that pharmacy costs are rising much faster than other healthcare expenses and now account for 17% of costs, up from 13% of healthcare spending in 2001. Healthcare costs may feel higher to employees because they now pay 44% of the total, up from 40% a decade ago. For more, visit AGMC.com. Women with a common form of early breast cancer can skip chemotherapy, according to results presented at the American Society of Clinical Oncology. The Taylor X study showed that 70% of women with lymph node-negative, hormone-sensitive, HER2-negative breast cancer can rely on hormone therapy, but the women who can take this approach must be identified through genomic testing. The Oncotype DX test, which evaluated which women could avoid chemotherapy, could help thousands of women avoid chemotherapy, reducing side effects and healthcare costs. Medicare covers the $4,500 test, but in some states, Medicaid does not. The Taylor X study was just one of several important results announced at ASCO. 47% of patients with metastatic cutaneous squamous carcinoma responded to treatment with semiplumab, a PD-1 inhibitor. The Keynote 042 trial confirmed that pembrolizumab is a superior first-line treatment to chemotherapy for patients with advanced metastatic non-small cell lung cancer. More results from the ZUMA-1 trial show that a patient's response at three months to the CAR T-cell therapy AxiCell predicts remission in B-cell lymphoma. During the conference, AJMC also spoke with Dr. James Lin Chen of Ohio State University about the importance of technology in precision medicine. In order for precision oncology to be fruitful and to be effective, we need need interoperability. We need to be able to share patient data because the more data that we have that we can aggregate together, the, um, the, the better the quality of the predictions we can make. Right. So if you're predicting on a very small set of patients, it's going to be prone to error. But if you have a very large set of patients, we're going to be able to make better predictions for who might respond to therapy. So in the era of EHRs, I don't think we're quite there yet. There's a lot of work that needs to be done from a data harmonization standpoint, from an interoperability standpoint, as well as simply data standardization. For full coverage from ASCO, visit AJMC.com. 
Finally, the FDA this week approved Mylan and Biocon's Pegfil Graston biosimilar, which will be sold under the brand name Fofila. Like the reference drug Nulasta, the drug is approved to reduce the chances of infection from febrile neutropenia in patients receiving myelosuppressive chemotherapy. FDA Commissioner Dr. Scott Gottlieb said, bringing biosimilars to patients is a top priority for the FDA and a key part of our efforts to help promote competition that can reduce drug costs and promote access. To learn more about what's happening in biosimilars, visit the Center for Biosimilars. For all of us at the Managed Markets News Network, I'm Kelly Davio. And to learn more about any of the stories in this podcast, visit the website at AJMC.com or see the show notes.